Look, if you're listening to this podcast, you likely know the value of automation. That's why I want to tell you about my free automations library. If you want some of my best automations for free, you can head over to howibuilt.it slash automate. We talk about automation a lot on this show, and it's because I think it's the best way for podcasters, creators, and solopreneurs to become more efficient and more profitable. So if you want to start automating, but you're not sure where to, well, start, you can get ahead of the game with 14 of my favorite automations across a bunch of tools like Zapier, Make, Hazel, and Apple's Shortcuts. These are automations I use every day to help me run my business, and I know that you're going to love them. Again, you can get them for free over at howibuilt.it slash automate. That's howibuilt.it slash A-U-T-O-M-A-T-E. Believe it or not, I've been running more lately. I've been waking up at 5.30 a.m. because that's the best time for me to get my run in. I put my running shoes on and I do a two to three mile run to start my day. Now, this is not something that I used to like to do because honestly, it would wreck my day. I'm not a runner and running takes a lot out of me. While the run feels great, I would feel tired and unfocused after. That is, until I started drinking Magic Mind. This little shot gives me the perfect boost to get over that fatigue I'd feel from waking up early and getting a run in. And that's because it has a bunch of natural ingredients. It has matcha for a coffee-like caffeine boost, and it has something called cordyceps mushrooms, which support higher energy levels and physical endurance. And that, I think, is the key to why it's been helping me so much in the morning post runs. So if you need a little productivity, energy, or focus boost, and you want to try Magic Mind, head over to magicmind.com built and use the code BUILT20 to get up to 50% off your order. That's magicmind.com slash B-U-I-L-T and the code BUILT20, that's B-U-I-L-T-2-0 to get up to 50% off. But act now, this code is only good for the next 10 days. Hello and welcome to How I Built Bits, where every week... I give you a cool tool, tip, or trick to help you be a better creator in six minutes or less. Clock's ticking, so let's get to it. It is part three of the Stream Deck Tour series. In part one, I covered the Stream Deck Plus. In part two, I covered page one of my Stream Deck XL. So today it is page three. This is sparse and very focused because it is exclusively my live stream page. And so the first thing to know is when I open Ecamm live, it automatically opens the stream deck automatically opens to this page. I could make this a separate profile and do it that way. Uh, but I, I like having all of my buttons in case I need to go back and do something with the lighting, uh, which is on page one, which we covered in the last tour episode. So I'm going to run through these. This shouldn't take as long as the last one. I don't think there's like a lot of explanation, Um, but it is super crucial. So starting, and again, I'll include a screenshot 
in the show notes for this episode so you can look and play along. Uh, so first, starting on the uh, row one, starting at row one and going across, I have my, uh, we'll call this camera A, it is my Sony A6400, um, where it's just my main camera looking at me. The second button, so uh, row one, column two, is a special screen share scene that I created where it's like my head in a circle in the top right, and there's a nice border and background around the screen share. I like to do this one when I want to put my head in the frame, and uh, what I'm showing doesn't need to really be full frame. Now, the third column in row one is just the full screen. Uh, this is... It is... Um, only the screen. I have another button I'll get to in a minute where I can put myself in the bottom left of that, but it is the full frame screen for maximum display capabilities. Column four in row one is the title screen. We'll call this for my live stream. It's just a, a, a beginning plate uh, that says the automated solopreneur. This is how I open all of my live streams. And so I'll usually press that button go live, wait about five to 10 seconds, and then press the camera A button. Next in column five, row one, is the camera A view with a lower third that is my Twitter handle. So uh, it's just a little bar across the bottom, a branded bar um, with my Twitter handle in it. Next, this is uh, six column six, row one. Uh, this, I, I call this the guest screen. So if I have another uh, person with me, I will, it'll be a split between me and them. If it, if they are, if there is no guest, uh, I usually put like a special graphic there, like something that I really want to highlight. So I call this guest scene one. Um, but this usually changes. Now, of course, um, I could, I have a few extra buttons here, so I could add it somewhere and I might, but for now it's, that's just the guest scene. Um, then I have a button, uh, that says cam, I, I, this is interesting cause I'm not quite sure why this button exists. Um, it, oh, it just, this just switches to camera a in whatever scene I'm in is what this does. Okay. Got it. Um, so this just switches to camera a in whatever scene I'm in. And that's the second to last button in row one. And then, uh, the last button in row one is a multi-action button that sets my hue lights opens Ecamm live runs the camera a scene and then runs a shortcut that turns on my recording light and sets my focus mode to green zone so that I don't get any, uh, or do not disturb so that I don't get any notifications during the live screen live stream. So that's a live stream setup button. All right. Row two, column one is the sidebar. So this is, there's a black bar on the left with some text that I can change. Uh, and that is with the camera, a camera, uh, the second column 
is an iPad view. So when I have my iPad plugged in, there's an iPad frame around it. And then there is the camera a view next to it. So if I'm doing something on my iPad, it's easy for me to uh, demo it. It, the third column is that bottom right button. Uh, so I put the camera A view in the bottom right of whatever scene I'm in, and that's a toggle. So if I'm sharing my screen or if I have like the uh, beginning plate, nice layout, and I just want to pop in really quick, I can do it with the bottom right. It's labeled bottom left. It used to be in the bottom left, and I moved it to bottom right. Um, but that's just basically a pop-up view of camera A. Um, Next is last comment. So this is column. This is row two, column four, last comment. So during a live stream, if somebody makes a comment on YouTube or Twitch, I can press this button to bring that comment into the live stream. Uh, column five of row two is another lower third. And right now it is uh, a promo for podcast workflows, my newsletter. This will usually change based on whatever I'm promoting. Column six in row two is guest scene two. And that is usually uh, some slot, like some branding for both of us. If we're doing a webinar, we have the slides going. So it's me. It's like a quad box of me, my guest, and then like a couple of promo slides. Uh, column seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, column seven row two is another pro this is just generic promo. So this could be whatever I'm promoting for the webinar and that's just a pop-up scene. Uh, and then column eight of row two is the go live button. So I press that and I will go live to, uh, YouTube or whatever live stream I have set up. Row three, column one is, uh, my, uh, this is the B, B camera, I like to call this. Um, and so it should be um, the Opal C1 usually. Um, and that's I call that Sky Cam or Camera B. It just gives like a wider shot from a different angle. Uh, then in column two of row three is the iPhone view. So if I'm sharing my iPhone, it's very similar to the iPad. There's a picture of me. There's an iPhone frame around the scene. So it looks all very nice. Um, column three, row three is a subscribe pop-up button that I usually only use when I'm doing recorded videos. Uh, column four of row three is hide latest comment. Then I have a blank button. So I'm, pro I'm probably going to make some updates to this based on this episode. Um, column... Six of row three is just called split. And I think this was like a scene I was experimenting with. So now we're getting into like the dead zone kind of, of the stream deck. Uh, as I do more live streaming and experiment, I'll fill these out some more. Um, column seven of row three is promo two. So this is, I like to have a few promo buttons just in case I want to promote like multiple links or whatever. Um, the, then then column eight of row three is blank. So uh, again, something is not there that maybe should be there or could be there. And then column four, uh, I'm sorry, row four, column one is the first button here is uh, the previous page. So I can easily page between uh, my different layouts. Uh, 
I have two different end screens uh, that are the same. They used to be different backgrounds, which is why they're right now the same. So I can actually like get rid of one of these. Um, this is columns two and three. I have end screen one and end screen two. Um, but they're both the same now. I like settled on the same end screen. Uh, then I have in column four the start live demo button. So if I want to show people Ecamm, I can do that with that button. And then I have two blank buttons. And then column seven is a shortcut, which I think uh, turns on um, my rocket lamp. Uh, and then I just have a the last button here is guest left. So if I have a guest, it'll bring them in to the scene. But usually the guests like guest one is not a permanent slot. Guest one is just like whatever. Uh, it's not an actual placeholder. It's a, um, if I have somebody in the guest one slot, they don't, if I have a guest, they're not made guest one is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so, I have to change those anyway when I have a guest to use the actual person's name. So uh, that is, have I really gone on for 12 minutes here? Wow. Um, so this is longer than I expected it to go, but that's okay. Um, so that's it for this episode of uh, the How I Built Bits. I will include a screenshot of this page and I'm probably going to make some improvements. So based on this episode, uh, next time will be super short because I'm going to cover the Stream Deck pedal. If you have any questions about my Stream Deck, you can write in at howibuilt.it slash feedback. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, get out there and build something.